This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, April 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Connolly. Here's today's headlines. White House briefed on border. Key Democrat seeks deal on ag labor. FDA caught in the middle on hemp. USDA warns the White House on the border impact. USDA officials are briefing the White House on just how bad a complete shutdown of the border with Mexico could be for U.S. farmers and ranchers. That according to Deputy Agriculture Secretary Steve Sinsky. Separately, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue said yesterday that while he supports the effort to secure the border, he wants to be sure that agriculture trade can continue. Purdue said everyone understands the problems at the border. It's a humanitarian crisis. With people filtering in this country unabated, obviously we hope some provisions can be made where trade can continue to occur between our countries. That's more optimistic than Purdue was earlier this week. At that point, he said he hoped a border shutdown wouldn't affect trade, but added that may be wishing for too much. American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall is warning that any border action that impedes agriculture trade or the supply of legal migrant workers would make an already bad situation for U.S. farmers even worse. Duvall said, right now, farmers and ranchers are toughing it out. Many of our products are caught up in the middle of a trade dispute. Mother Nature has devastated the livelihoods of tens of thousands of producers. Prices for many commodities remain depressed. We're doing the best we can at a very challenging environment. Ag labor. Now the hard part. Passing agriculture labor reform remains a heavy lift in this Congress. But the chairwoman of the House Judiciary Subcommittee responsible capped off a hearing on the issue yesterday by saying she's optimistic that a deal can be reached. After the hearing, Representative Zoe Lofgren of California said she hoped to see farm groups and farm workers reach a compromise that Congress can consider this year. Keep in mind, one by one, Democrats at the hearing expressed concern about the supply of labor on farms. However, they also used the hearing to lay bare one of the toughest issues to resolve, that H-2A wage rules. Farm groups want some relief from the wage requirements, which jumped as much as 23% in some states this year. But the two witnesses at a hearing who represented farm workers, including United Farm Workers President Arturo Rodriguez, made clear that increasing wages should be a top priority for Congress. Soy sector looks to the future in China. U.S.-China relations are tenuous at best as the two countries continue to end a trade war that's resulted in a 25% tariff on U.S. soybeans. But U.S. farmers are looking to the future as they travel to the land of the dragon. The U.S. Soy Export Council, the American Soybean Association, and the United Soybean Board are meeting this week with Chinese importers in Beijing and Shanghai, while U.S. and Chinese negotiators meet in Washington. Jim Sutter, the CEO of the Soy Export Council, said U.S. soybean farmers and exporters should know that USEC is investing in markets that represent future growth opportunities for U.S. soy. While we're at it, producers like Mike Clemens, a corn and soybean grower from Wimbledon, North Dakota, are desperate for a resolution to the trade dispute, which he described as a hangover that's not going away. Up in our part of the country, we have no dedicated soybean crush plants to handle these extra beans we're producing, he said. EPA expects refinery exemption requests any day. 
EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler expects his agency to receive 39 applications for small refinery exemptions from the 2018 ethanol usage mandates. In appearances before House and Senate Appropriations Subcommittees, Wheeler said the Energy Department would likely submit the full applications along with its recommendations before the end of the week. So far, EPA has only a list of the refineries. Wheeler said EPA would process the applications as quickly as possible. He said if we get all 39 in one day, it may be hard to process them all within the law's 90-day deadline. FDA pressed to crack down on CBD. A physician who serves on the House Appropriations Subcommittee that controls FDA's annual budget is emerging as an outspoken critic of the effort to expand the market for industrial hemp into food products and dietary supplements. At a hearing yesterday uh, with outgoing FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb, Representative Andy Harris of Maryland demanded that the agency be more progressive in forcing companies to stop selling products that contain CBD, a product of hemp that isn't yet approved for food use. At a hearing on Tuesday, Harris questioned why farm credit associations would make loans for hemp production when there's no legal pathway for using CBD in food. Gottlieb, who's leaving FDA tomorrow, noted that the agency has sent warning letters to several companies marketing CBD-containing products. Gottlieb said other companies are waiting for the agency to allow use. He said they're all trying to work with us to see what a legal pathway would look like. Now keep in mind, other subcommittee members, including Representative Shelley Pingree of Maine, want to legalize CBD products. The agency has formed a working group to study allowing the use of CBD in food and will be holding a public hearing on the issue May 31st. Dems take fresh aim at USDA SNAP plan. House Democrats used a hearing yesterday to blast the Trump administration's plan to make it harder for states to get waivers from food stamp work requirements for able-bodied adults who don't have children at home. Representative Marsha Fudge, who chairs the House Agriculture Committee's Nutrition Subcommittee, said there was no dignity in taking food away from the poorest and most vulnerable of our citizens. Representative Jahanna Hayes of Connecticut described the plan as an unconscionable attack on the poor. But Republicans on the subcommittee argued that subjecting more people to work requirements is effective at improving their lives. Representative Dusty Johnson of South Dakota said, some states have taken too much liberty with the flexibility provided by Congress, and many of my colleagues in both sides of the aisle have raised concerns about this problem. Here's today's She Said It. A robust domestic food supply that is stable and safe is a matter of national security. That Representative Zoe Lofgren of California on the need for Congress to address agriculture labor shortages. That's Daybreak for this Thursday, April 4th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.